morning, good morning, good morning, you guys. How are you? It is July 6th. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It is already July 6th. So this is actually the beginning. Hold up. This is actually the beginning of the first week of July. When you want to look at it like that. Um, for all of you who celebrated... Um, for all of you who celebrated... Excuse me, I'm sorry. Who celebrated uh, Independence Day... Um, hope you had a safe one. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you guys for listening in to another episode of You Are Loved. I am your host, Salita. And you can check us out on You Can't Clip My Wings on Facebook. And you also can check out our website, youcan'tclipmywings.com. Yes, you can't clipmywings.com is our, our uh, website. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us again. Um, you can also check out my Instagram, which is not much on there right now. Um, you can get me at YCCMW20. Okay, let me say that again. YCCMW20. I think that's what it is. If it's not, I'll correct it. Okay, so welcome back to the show. Thank you guys for coming back. Um, uh... I hope you guys, like I said earlier, had a great weekend. Um, I had a visitor, which was so wonderful. Um, I was able to go visit her. Now she came home to visit me. She's originally from here. And we had a time to hang out and talk about some things. And um, I, 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 I don't know why I thought about this, but I, I wanted to do a book about relationships. Um, I, I'm doing, I, I'm getting in search of you, um, in, in the eye of my public. So in the next book I want to work on is, uh, talking about not being an expert. I, I think I named it. I'm not an expert, but relationships are hard. Um, my conclusion is relationships are hard. And I say that because, um, yeah, let's, let's kind of talk a little bit about, um, we talked about communication. We talked a little bit. We hit on how we communicate with each other um, in relationships and how things, you want things to work out, but sometimes they don't. And how do we handle that? And I think it's 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 good to say that, you know, everybody's relationship is not the same. Everybody doesn't have that same person in their life. Um, so only women, men, and I'm quite sure men can relate to this too. Um, I think we make relationships harder than they have to be. And I think it comes from being broken. And I, and I, and I say that because if we weren't broken, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have room to have all the extra stuff going on in our relationships. Um, you know, we... We put this person together. We create this person that we want to be with from what we've seen or what we've witnessed um, 
in relationship to other people's relationships, to be honest with you. Because, you know, some of us deeply say, oh, I wish my relationship was like theirs. They have such a wonderful relationship. But you guys don't understand, it's not always a wonderful relationship. It looks good on the outside. But you don't hear the arguments. You don't hear the fights. You don't hear the not talking to you. Or you don't see the sleeping on the couches or in the separate, in the spare room. You don't see any of that. So it does look great on the outside. Not to say that everybody's relationship, they're not some wonderful, real, authentic love relationships out there. I'm just saying sometimes the people that we look at, that we want to be like, their relationships is not all that. And it shouldn't take, you know, I, I say um, in relationships, we it's a hard job. But really, it's not. It really isn't. It's just two people um, learning how to compromise because that's what it is. It's all about being able to compromise. And some people feel like they put more in a relationship than the other person. And that's where I say the brokenness come in. Um, we're broke. We're broke. We're not trusting of each other, even though we claim we are, but we really not. Um, we don't give ourselves time to heal from one relationship to another. So what we do is um, we start to um, deal with stuff that we normally wouldn't deal with just so that we wouldn't be alone. And and I know that's crazy, but that's reality. We put up with a lot of stuff that we usually wouldn't put up with because we don't want to be alone. And And I always say, this. I came in this world by myself. Guess what? There's nobody going to jump in the casket when I die. I don't see it. I don't see anybody saying, oh my God, she's the love of my life. I want to get in the casket with her. I don't see that. Well, I'm not going to be in a casket anyway. I'm going to get cremated. So, um, <laughs> so I'm just saying, anybody going to want to be burned with me, cremated with me or whatever you want to say. I know that. So, um, by whole my whole theory is we have to realize that if we're broken, we can't look for a whole person because then we start depending on that whole person um, to fix our brokenness. And that goes the same way. A whole person can't look for a broken person and expect for that broken person to keep them whole. No, we can't depend on each other in that way. We have to be two whole people. Um, to be in love and to realize that you're everything I need in my life. I don't need anything else. Um, I'm not going to say that because you do need other things. But, you know, when it comes to love, when it comes to um, a deep, intimate love, I think two people together is all you need. I'm not saying that you don't um, need friends and family become isolated. I'm just basically saying um, that when it comes to your intimacy with your partner, um, you, that should be all you need. Um, and sometimes it's hard because society makes it hard and I'm not making excuses for people who don't believe in their relationships. I'm just saying society can find vulnerabilities in your relationships. And when they find those vulnerabilities in your relationships, they capitalize on it and they can use them against you. Um, I think there are times when, when people say, well, I've never been weak, and I, I can't believe that. 
um, because humans naturally can be weak. So there's no way you're going to say that you can never be weak. Um, that doesn't, um, must, that's not, that doesn't, how do you say that? Cut the mustard with me. That you're saying that you can never be weak. There's never a moment in your relationship where you were not weak. And, um, and it's not, doesn't have anything to do with you being loyal. Um, when I say weak, I'm not saying you actually, um, go and put an action to the weakness. I'm just saying just sometimes, you know, you, you think differently for a moment and there's nothing wrong with that. We find a need to, um, we find a need to, uh, not make excuses, but we find a need to make it sound like we're this perfect person when reality is we're not, we're not this perfect person. There are things about us. Um, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with being whole. Doesn't, you can be a bad whole person. You can be a good whole person. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying that everybody has a weakness. Everybody does. There's nobody I've never met that don't have some sort of weakness. They don't have to outright tell you they have one, but they do, especially in relationships. Because most of the time when you're being truthful and loving and kind to one person and you're giving them their all, um, there might be somebody else who you see the same thing in them, you know, or maybe you get in an argument with your spouse or your loved one and somebody else says something good. You don't felt like crap. And then somebody comes along and say something good. I'm not saying that you're desperate and anybody can say something to you, but someone, you know, like, wow, that's a beautiful blouse you have on. Or I bet your husband said such and such to you today. If he didn't, I'm saying it to you. And they're not being disrespectful. Don't take it as a disrespect. I don't even think it takes as being flirting. I just compliment. People give you compliments all the time. And sometimes we have to not always look at things like people are trying to get with you and stuff. You know, we take some of that stuff out of context and it really doesn't need to be. Um, I still say that we do have some weak moments and we we can sometimes see things the way that they're really not, you know. Um, but in our vulnerabilities, that's what happens. We, you know, somebody say something nice to you and you, wow, okay. But again, a whole person wouldn't have so many um, issues with their, they'll be confident in themselves and they'll, you know, can be able to handle the ideal that someone said something nice to them or, you know, at work or whatever, go to lunch with somebody or something, you know, and, and society, I'm telling you, and I'm not, and I say it again, cause I don't, I'm repeating myself for a reason. Society will have you thinking, um, that you're not supposed to accept compliments from other people. Society will make you feel like you've done something wrong because you're talking to someone else other than your husband. Because if you're at work, you're talking to a whole bunch of different people, you know. Um, and, and if you feel like you're, you're solid at home, you shouldn't even worry about any of that. But society will make you think that you're doing something wrong. And like I just said about the weakness part, when you, you, when you, you look at things in a perspective um, that you think you're doing something wrong when in reality you're not. You're really not. You're just being able to communicate with different people. And it's just 
we have to mm, we have to find a way to not feel like we're doing everything wrong and what happens is we feel the need to to always justify how we feel with someone when in reality we don't have to um i was talking to my friend today and she said something that really made sense and i said it earlier but i'm going to say it again cuz it's on my mind she said relationships are really not hard it's the people that's involved in them that makes it hard relationship on end i mean you get along you have bad days you have days when you you know you might not want to be bothered. And then you got days when, you know, things are fine, but you got to make sure your partner knows that. You know, baby, look, I'm feeling like this. Well, you think I can cheer you up? And if that person asks you, can they cheer you up? And you say, well, no, not right now, maybe later. I mean, then you, that's an understanding. Okay, later I'll come back and I'll see if I can cheer you up. But don't stay like this forever because I need you in this relationship. You know, we, we're so hard. That sounds so simple to say, but it's hard for some people to say, because again, I said, we're dealing with broken people and broken people find justification for being broke. They find all kinds of justification for staying broke, not being broke, but staying broke because you can be broke and change that. But you have to want to change it. And if you're, comfortable with just being who you are and you don't think there's a need for you to change that then you're going to stay that way and you need to change you have to change you have to want to change and that goes for the opposite it's for the other person too and that's why it's hard when two broken people are in love and they struggle they struggle hard they struggle to understand each other they struggle to maintain they struggle to communicate effectively they're broken you know it's not easy so i i, I was while I was sitting here i was kind of looking at um some things here you know i love reading to you guys some great things um without and and being able to go through this so let, let's talk about this real real quick um it says when a relationship seems to be felt flailing it usually stems from some lack of communication, and we talked about that earlier, and that came back to our effective communication um, in relationships, um, both on the job and personal. It says, whether you're holding back what's on your mind or ending every night with a crazy fight. Oops, I am so sorry. <laughs> with a crazy fight, sometimes you just need to sit down and have a proper talk. There are a number of conversations that um, that have the potential to save a relationship. And although they might feel uncomfortable at first to bring up, they could really make a br or break if you stay with your partner. Communication is the key. Um, and it could be worth a try to get everything out. Intimacy is the ability to completely be yourself in front of other people that other person warts and all um it says if you can't share those difficult feelings be vulnerable and avoid taking any risks you will never achieve true intimacy now my thing is this is how i look at it um i don't want to take 
a lot of risk anymore. I, I'm not in the mode to being back and forth and all this craziness. I'm way beyond that. If I say to you, hey, I'm interested in you. I'm a broken person. This is how I am. Not to say that I can't change, but in order for you to get to know me, this is what we have to do. And you should be able to say the same thing to me because I think two broken people together and they're not aware of their brokenness and they keep doing the same thing, it's not going to work. Now, if you're two broken people together and you realize that you're broken and you're doing everything to fix yourself, okay, um, and, and you're working together maybe even to fix yourselves, then you should be able to have a chance and, and fix it and then move on. But if you're not taking, being vulnerable and putting yourself in a position where you know that you're not going to, you're not going to fix anything, that's, that's something you have to deal with. And there's repercussions to that. Healthy relationships are ones where partners share intimacy, have one another backs and feel safe with one another. Everyone's relationship is different and issues can vary. But if you're feeling distant from your partner, certain topics can help bridge that gap and give your love affair another chance. So we're going to talk about 11 conversations that to have um, that are potential to save a relationship. Let's talk about intimacy. That's one. Issues with sex can create big divides between couples, whether it's about lack of desire or not getting their needs fulfilled. Physical attraction and intimacy wane over time with all relationships, says Coleman, which is the guy who probably wrote this article. However, when the couple makes an effort to keep it alive, there is no reason they cannot have a great intimate life for many years. If they don't discuss this upfront and if bro both can't work towards solutions, this can be become a major deal breaker in the relationship. It's also a classic reason people give for pursuing an affair. That is right. So as you know, intimacy is very, very, very important in relationships. You have got to be able to be intimate with your partner. Um, and if anybody out there who are married, whom, who is married, um, you know that. You know that intimacy does something. I don't know. Um, two energies together in a moment like that. It is a wonderful feeling, but it bonds the relationship. If you don't got, guys don't realize that when you make love to your partner, your husband or your wife, pay attention to how you feel afterwards. I, I really do. If you've been together long enough and you've been, you know, you, 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 you've lasted the, the wars and you love each other, just Pay attention to how it makes you feel after you made love. Yeah, pay attention to that. Number two, relationship boundaries. It's important to talk about the boundaries each of you have in a relationship so you can be clear about what would make each of you feel unsafe, disrespected, or disinterested. Over, over, I don't know, sorry, okay. To start this conversation, ask your partner, are the things, are things I might do that would make you want to end this relationship? What are some of the things that I would do that would make you want to end the relationship? 
This might be a hard question to answer as many of us don't have experience checking in on our boundaries until we are already upset that one has been crossed. Yes, that's most likely because we don't communicate. Back to communication. Number three, relationship needs. Talk about your needs both as a partner and as an individual. We, need, we have needs that we would like to be met within our relationships. For example, safety, support, honesty, and fun. These represent the foundations of your connection and they are bonding needs. They are our bonding needs. This is the way we bond together. On the other hand, in our relationships, we still require room to grow as individuals. This may look like desired privacy, solo projects, or relationships with friends outside of relationships. And you need that. <clears throat> I read a long time ago in an um, article, I think it was in the Essence magazine or Ebony magazine. I can't remember which one it was. But the question, the comment or the article was talking about um, women taking a break away from their relationships, going away for the weekend alone or with their friends. And they're saying when you're in a relationship, you need that time away from each other. And I truly believe that. And I truly basically kind of live by that because I like to be by myself a lot. So I do take off and go places and I'm fine. It gives me time to like do my videos. It gets me time to write stuff down. So I get a chance to do all that. So it's nothing wrong with not being under your partner 24 seven. You know, you can do that, okay? Um, <laughs> so, um, and then number four, number four says relationship fears. It's not easy, but it's important not to only talk about what you're worried about in your relationship, but to make plans to both ease those concerns and plan for how to handle your scary situations, um, scary situations together should they arise. Fear promotes distance and can undermine your journey together. That's right. When afraid, people stop being vulnerable and close off from their partners. Anxiety snowballs and the longer it lingers, the bigger it gets. And yes, that happens a lot in relationships. Um, there's something that we are afraid to talk about that's happening to us with our partner. Because again, when we're not having, when we haven't had an open conversation um, or open communication with our partner, it's easy for that partner to either hold back on you and not tell you what they're going through. And it's the same for you. And it does make the relationship worse, especially when it comes to communications and feeling safe. And, and, and not, if I get, if I feel vulnerable, you should be able to reassure me that my vulnerability is only in my head. You know, um, number five, fighting style. There will be inevitable, there will, no, excuse me, there will inevitably be road bumps in your relationships, but figuring out the best way to communicate and can help diminish any volatile arguments. The solution is not to avoid tough conversation, but instead learning to fight fair. What is it that each of you are naturally inclined to do when you have hurt feelings or arguing a point? Once you know what your partner naturally does to protect themselves in an argument, you can not only depersonalize these experiences, but make agreements to change any behaviors that are too hurtful or unproductive. Me, when I get in an argument, I shut down. I shut down and I walk away. Because I told you guys before, I'm a type of person where um, if I keep talking, there's only two things that are going to happen. I'm either 
going to hurt your feelings or I can't even remember what my other thing was. I'm either going to say something very hurtful or I am going to totally shut down completely. I think that's what it was. I can't remember what it was, the other two things, because I haven't been in a real heated argument in a while, so I can't remember. And I walk away, and once I walk away, I'm done. I get to the point where I am done. Um, <laughs> and it takes a lot to get it back. Number six says spending habits. It is important to talk about how each of you handles money and how you want to handle it as a couple. Are you interested in saving, spending, and what purchases can you make without consulting the other? Um, let's see. With different spending patterns, there can easily be resentment if one person is thrifty and the other person is impulsive and indulgent. Agreeing on the strategy will put both of you on the same page working toward a common goal. So your finances are very important. When you get with somebody, you need to discuss your finances to find out, wow, it's raining, to find out how is, you know, um, how, how are my um, finances? Am I good um, with spending money? Or, you know, does he have some issues we need to talk about? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Um, is this something we need to look into um, before we get into this relationship? And if you're already in a relationship, you guys should be kind of familiar with what's going on financially um, with each other. Everybody does things differently. Um, and sometimes we have to look at that yeah uh, give me a second here uh, um, uh, we're gonna take a small break here and um, give me a second here um, okay yeah let's see some sorry ooh, ooh, ooh. okay that's not what I wanted um I'm sorry I'm looking for something uh, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. oh I found it I found it let me go back to it this is just something um I'm I'm trying to play a commercial and I want the commercial to come out just right for us while we're here. Okay. There we go. Going to a commercial. Wait a second. Do you know who I am? Julia. Hi. I just wanted to talk to you about what happened with those two girls in eighth grade. Oh, yeah. That one day at PE when they were, like, yelling at me. And then you just linked arms with me. I don't think you know how much, like, that helped me. Because, like, I finally, like, knew that I had somebody. So they're talking about bullying. Okay. 
I see what that was. Um, nope, that's not the one. Let's see this one. You guys know about buzz drinking, don't you? I do. I know about buzz drinking. No, I don't. I'm just saying that. I really don't. Jordan knows he shouldn't eat this entire bowl of nachos, but tonight he's earned that right. Because a few hours ago in the middle of happy hour, he recognized a sign. Not from the gods or a bolt of lightning, but from a double heart, a kissy face, and a fourth ha in ha ha ha. That's when Jordan knew he was buzzed. So when it was time to go, he got a ride home instead of driving. Be a legend like Jordan. Recognize your buzz warning signs and get a ride home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. All right. Okay. I got to work on that some more. Get these, uh, get these, uh, uh commercials in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Got to figure out where I was at. Let me find out where I was at. Oh, nope. I lost it. I lost it, you guys. And we were doing so well. Let's see. I'm sorry. Here we go. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay, so. Um, so. We're on number six, seven. We're going over a little bit on our time. A little bit today. Okay, we talked about spending habits, knowing where the money is, how we're going to spend it. Let's talk about children. Number seven was children. Even if you're not the, at that point yet, if you're in a serious relationship, that could lead to a family. You need to get on the same page. Whether you want to have children or not and how to parent them is a huge topic that couples need to discuss as there is a lot of room for divergent opinions. Okay, now... I'm going to say this, and this is my opinion about having a family. If you're not truly serious about being in the relationship that you're in, again, like I said, two broken people who are not looking to be whole will have broken children, okay? So when you're in that point where you're going into, you're in a relationship with someone and you haven't discussed children and somebody gets pregnant, then you can bet there's going to be some problems here. And especially when you don't know or haven't been paying attention to your intimacy, your sex life, and you haven't been using any protection. So I think that should be a conversation that should be had while you're dating and have a goal where you actually plan your pregnancy out. I mean, think about it. Plan your pregnancy out. Plan when you have your money together, when you have a stable life. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. You know, they say love is this and love is that. But it's nothing worse than seeing a hungry baby cry when, when there's no food in the house or no roof over their head. So I have issues with, if it was me, I would have planned my uh, child or children, I would have planned them, um, but I didn't. 
Um, I had a child out of wedlock and um, my life changed and I had to do things and um, make sacrifices to make sure that I was able to take care of him. So this is the reason why I say we should very much so take some time out and basically plan having a child uh, because it's expensive and anything can happen and your life changes. It's a life-changing thing. And I've seen, and I'm not judging anybody, but I've seen how we've made having children out of wedlock a norm. And I think, I'm not saying that people, everybody you sleep with, you have to marry, but I think when you're you're having unprotected sex with different people um, and you don't have a problem with not being married to that person that you're having a baby with, um, that kind of bothers me. That's just my opinion. And I don't encourage women to do that, to have babies out of wedlock. I, I don't encourage that because I think about the child and we don't do that. We don't think about the child at all. We think about what happened to us and when the, the breakup happens and one parent is trying to co-parent and the other parent is giving them hell, that's affecting the child. Not you, the child. So it's kind of hard. So that's why my heart goes out to that. I, I don't, I am not a big fan of out of wedlock children. And you can't do anything about it. I mean, once the child is here, but you should not make it hard for that child because you chose for that child to be here. Um, you took a step um, that put your child in a position that they're in and you can't get upset with the child, okay? So, number eight is each other's family. You and your partner may have different visions of how you want to interact with your family and their involvement in your lives, so it must be discussed. It is important for you as a couple to come to an understanding of the boundaries that you want to set with your family. Um, it says, this, was, this will enable you to present a united front to your family and support one another in the process, just in case something goes down having a relationship with your family. Now, I'm going to tell you, with me, I don't. it doesn't bother me either way if I meet your family or not. <laughs> it just doesn't. I, I, because I'm not with your family, I'm with you. So, I can meet your family and I, I can watch them judge and be scrutinizing me or I don't have to deal with that at all. It's not being antisocial. It's just, uh, that's your family. You love them. You know, you, I'm just like, if I have to be around them, I'll be around them. If I don't, I'm not going to push myself off of anybody. I'm not. Because I got to always remember, no matter what it goes down, the family is going to protect them. Just like the same with me. So, I don't. Mm. Alone time, number nine. This is a common topic that is not discussed in most relationships. Society leads us to believe that when you are with someone... You are supposed to be with them all the time. And I said this earlier. This is as far from the truth as can be. Uh, when you're constantly with your partner, you are actually developing an unhealthy dependency on them. It is, it is actually really healthy for you to have your own interests, your own interest, 
and spend time cultivating them. Exactly. That might mean having a conversation with your partner about how much me time you need in order to do so. And yes, I am a me time woman. I believe in me time. I think it's very important. Number 10, work-life balance. You can have a relationship and a career, but no one partner <coughs> should feel like they're not getting in the time they're filled promised. Uh, many people wish to have huge careers, and this can mean long hours at work. If, they're, if that's the case, better to disclose the fact that you won't be at home as much so that your partner can learn not to over, overly rely on your company. So, you know, baby, when you coming home, call in every 5, 10, 15 minutes, I'm by myself, I'm lonely. That's a broken person. Um, because if you, don't under, if you don't clarify all this ahead of time, then this is where this comes in. He's calling or she's calling all the time. You know, um, in, in recognizing needy relationships opposed to just a relationship. Okay. And you have to definitely clarify that. And number 11 is housework. Housework is another topic to discuss that can save a relationship. Knowing that your partner is comfortable pulling his or her weight cleaning wise is a big comfort to a lot of people. Many people don't want to be made, be a maid at home to a capable grown up. That is so true. Oh, wow. We're not so different in you and I. We both put our sweatpants on one leg at a time. We've both been watching more TV lately than we'll admit to. And we both made an ill-fated decision to stop wearing your retainers after our parents shelled out thousands of dollars for braces. Back in the... Oh, she goes on to the story about how... Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading the wrong thing. I was in the wrong thing. So the end of it was, if that's the case, better to disclose the fact that you won't be at home as much so that your partner can learn not to over rely on you. And then the last one was, uh, housework is another topic to discuss that can save a relationship, says Steinberg. Um, knowing that your partner is comfortable pulling his or her weight clean Cleaning wise is a big comfort to a lot of people. Many people don't want to be a maid at home to a capable grown up. And that is so true. That is so true. I know with me, my husband is a better cleaner than I am. He's very good with cleaning because his job was he had um position as being a janitor. So with that came with a lot of good cleaning tips. And he's very, he, he was very, very, um, clean. So his cleaning is thoroughly, is thorough than mine. Hold up, you guys, I'm sorry. Um, his cleaning was much better than mine. And I, I didn't fuss about it because I liked the way he cleaned. But there were times when I could have, you know, <laughs> like, Selena, get over there. Can you do this? Can you do that? And I'm like, I'm doing it my way. Then he says... Um, then he'll say, well, let me go ahead and do it. So I'll let him do it. And I kind of feel some kind of way, even with cooking. He's a very good cook, cooker. He's a very good, he can cook and he can clean. So having somebody in your life like that is wonderful, but it doesn't make you lazy because I enjoyed it. I'm sorry. Somebody sent me a message. I apologize for that. <laughs> but no, I, I'm just kidding you guys. Yeah, he's, he was very good. He's good at that. 
and um, you can get spoiled to a certain extent. But we didn't have a problem with carrying the load um, around the house. That that wasn't that's not a big problem at all. Um, so right now we did a good job. We covered a lot about relationships. And um, there's more to come because I'm getting myself in tune to work on some more stuff. Another book. So, but I want to, what I want to do tomorrow is I want to talk, um, I think I kind of went over some of the things in my book, but I want to throw some more things at you guys to get a little freebie on what I'm offering in our book, In Search of You, a guide to finding your self-worth after a life-changing event. Finding who you are again. Because um, it's, sometimes it's hard. So I want to be able to ease you a little bit. Okay? So you guys, you have a nice day. Don't forget to check out us on Facebook. You can't clip my wings.com. You can also check us out on Spotify. Um, you can also check us out on, wow, let's see, on our website, which is you can't clip my wings.com. And you can check out my Instagram at YCCMW20. Okay? Thank you guys for listening in to us. Have a nice day. Happy Monday. <laughs>